since Envy is on your mind uh, because we just talked recently about the Grinch and how envious he was and how envy is something that does play into two Christmas stories every now and then. Uh, what's on your mind when it comes to envy? Envy is, first of all, it's underrated in America. People don't really think about it. And they conflate it with jealousy, which they're two very separate things. Jealousy is wanting what somebody else has. Envy is not wanting other people to have Oh, if I can't have it, no one can. Basically, yeah. Jealousy feeds into envy, but but jealousy does not require envy. I could be jealous that someone has a Mercedes, but it doesn't mean I'm envious and don't want them to have it. It could just lead me to want it. Like, you know, in the Bible, it says, God says, I'm a jealous God. It doesn't mean he's envious. It means he wants, he's, he's angry that you're not worshiping him, you're worshiping idols. I hear you, but he's not, he's not wanting you to not have something to worship or not have anything. Like, it's not a... It's not petty. It's not petty. The thing about envy, first of all, like I said, it's underrated, and most people do it. It comes out in lots of ugly ways. There's pettiness, which is like, if you say, oh, I'm going to go on this trip and those other people haven't ever left the country, they would just start to tear you down. So it can come out in toxicity, like, oh, why would you, why would you leave that country? Don't you know that city's unsafe and this country has this and that? Why would you, I I can't believe you would leave the country. They try to make you miserable because it's, it's something that they won't have for whatever reason. Yeah, and so they focus on the negatives, and, and they, they try to poke holes in it. Instead of trying to look at the positives and make it more of a constructive thing, oh, you're telling me about this trip you're going on. Why, why is, is America not good enough? Like, <laughs> they come up with that to try to justify their envy. Yes, it's a justification. Yes, because they can't have it, so they say, well, <laughs> I'm not going to let you have all the fun. Yeah, and envy isn't always about things, like we said. It's... uh. It could be about relationships. Oh, I'm envious of their their happiness in their in their marriage. I yeah. am. Let's say you you have an ex girlfriend that the one that got away. Envy would be seeing her happy with a new person and wanting to break them up. Just not even because you want her back. Just you're you're petty and you don't want her to be happy. Even if she was bad to you, you should want people to have what's good. In a way, there's a caveat to that because you also want justice. You shouldn't have wanted like Hitler to have a happily ever after, like after he did everything. Like, no, but beforehand, why not? Like, if he had just been accepted into art school, like, damn, that's all they had to do. That guy, he, he could paint. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I have to disagree with that. You've seen his paintings? Uh, he could paint, right? I, I, hey, objectively speaking, there is nothing controversial about me saying that Hitler can paint better than me. I am not envious. Of Hitler's paintings. I'm just trying to think of another example, like one more good example of envy that's, oh. So we did things, we did relationships, what's another one? And we can do money. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah lay it on the, me. So another example of envy is money. It springs up a lot, and it, it's kind of like the episode 32 where we talked about personal finance. Imagine you're somebody who doesn't make a bunch of money, but you make a lot of dumb purchases and you're in debt, and you can look at somebody who's wealthy and just say, you know, self-made wealthy. Just say, oh, they they only got it because they defrauded people or they lied, they stole, and they shouldn't be rich. Jealousy is just saying, oh, I can't believe they got that, and grumbling. Envy is saying they shouldn't have that. And not even so I can have it, just you got to tear them down. Yes. A separate discussion on whether being rich is a good thing. 
But if you come at it from the motive of just trying to bring them down, then it's it's envy and it's evil. Is that distinction there between envy and jealousy and, and what you said about envy being so much worse, is that why it is considered in the, in the Christian world to be such an awful sin? In fact, in, traditionally, it is considered the second worst of the deadly sins. First being? Pride. Ooh. Because pride is the rejection of God in favor of the self. So it is the epitome of evil, since God is all good. To reject him is to reject all good itself, and nothing is more evil than that. But envy, if we think about it, it's the only one of the deadly sins that causes no pleasure to the one doing it. Greed, lust, gluttony, sloth, pride, wrath, they all cause some sort of enjoyment, at least temporary. Sure. You you get something out of it. But envy is miserable from the beginning. You never derive any kind of pleasure from it, except if you're sick and just like to tear people down and that gives you some sort of pleasure. But it's mostly like seeing other people happy and being angry about it. It's the antithesis of charity or love. Love is willing the good of the other for the sake of the other, not for your own good. Envy is willing evil for another just for the sake of evil itself. It causes no pleasure to anybody to be envious. It only tears down. Yes, all around it. It not only keeps you stewing in whatever it is you got going on, but then you're actively hoping for, and in extreme cases, you're actively attempting to tear someone down. So you're just creating negativity all around, which could be said for all the sins, but that one especially. There's not even any alternative there where even though you've torn them down, at least you're happy about it. Mm -hmm. it, You'll go back to being miserable eventually. It's truly all around misery for that one. I'd never thought about it, but you're right. It's no wonder that one ranks so high. Okay, well, let's, let's, get, let's take another angle to this. Can you think of a time where you've been envious? I have in the past. It's something that I, I don't do much anymore, luckily, just because I realized it's pointless, miserable, and terrible. And I think you're, you're one of the least envious people I know. I think it's one of your best traits. Oh, no! oh my God! Thank you. I appreciate Maybe I increased that. your pride. But... Yes, pride <laughs> plus one, envy minus one, yeah. But you mentioned that in our money episode, episode 32, go watch it. It's a banger. You won't regret it. And, you know, I was thinking about that later after we were done recording. And I thought, "Mm, maybe, yeah, maybe that's probably right. That that's one of the ones I have the least problem with as far as, you know, if we're talking about deadly sins and things like that. Yeah. Envy to me has never, it's it's never been something I have struggled with, I guess. I'm not saying I've never felt it because obviously everybody has. But it's not something I struggle on a daily basis to to keep in check. Others, yeah, sure, go right ahead. But envy, yeah, I've never really had too much of an issue. And as far as what is the closest I come generally to feeling envy, it, it wouldn't even qualify. You know, I feel jealousy. Everybody feels jealous. You know, see a beautiful family. Oh, man, I'm jealous. That'd be so great. Or a woman today I saw driving a really nice Lincoln. And, you know, she's in a business suit. Wow, probably got a great job, makes a bunch of money, probably doesn't have a bunch of responsibility, a little jealous. But as far as wanting them to not have that family or not have that Lincoln or that job, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me for whatever reason. Because I think I have a pretty good ability to be happy, at least materially, with what I have. I, I'm a man of relatively simple pleasures. I can say, that's great. If you want that nice car, that nice job, that's fine. But I'm pretty happy where I'm at with what I have, you know, as happy as anyone else is. Can I share a personal story? I won't give away much, 
but those who those who know me will know. A certain family member I interact with on a regular basis. Recently, her son, not me. It's not my mom, okay. But <laughs> uh, her son has lost a lot of weight recently. And he was very overweight before. And now he's a lot healthier weight. And he's doing this on purpose? Yes, of course. Okay. Like he, was, he went on a diet. I just didn't know if maybe he had a sickness or something. No. Okay, good. He, he went on a diet and he lost like probably 75 pounds or something. Something crazy. And he looks really good now, I think. But when I interact with both of them together, at first, whenever he was losing the weight, his own mother would make deriding comments about him, saying how he looks so sickly. He doesn't. He still, I mean, he, he is not below a normal weight yet. But he looks a lot better. Like, oh, you look sickly. Man, your face looks terrible. Saying like, that to her own son? Yeah. In oh, front gosh. of everybody. Oh, now that's crossing the line there. If you even if you say it, this is a little bit of a side note, hot take right here. If you say something like that to someone, just just you two personally alone, that's bad enough. That's kind of rude. But if you're calling someone out in front of them, especially with something that this person was obviously struggling with, their weight, which they're already probably sensitive about, you definitely do not need to be tearing them down or really giving any opinion about it. And especially when they're going in the right direction. Exactly. This, this happened every time that I was with both of them. She would make comments. And she's much older than me, so I should have stayed in my station. I would defend him. I'd say, I think he looks good. That's all I did for a while. But one day, I kind of lost my cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here we go. And I said, why, why do you keep insulting him for losing weight? And he, they were both there. And she says, well, he's, he's, it's unhealthy. And I was like, he's adding years to his life. Do you not want him to live longer and healthier? Wow, Evan snapped. Yeah, that's the version of me snapping. But <laughs> <laughs> better weight, less health issues, by the way, like less flare-ups in, his, in bad health indicators. Of course. Like more healthy in the short and long term if he keeps it up. It will add to his quality of life and probably add years to his life as well. Agreed. And yet she kept tearing him down because it's not something that it's not something that was happening to her. But man, did that shut her down? She she like almost started crying. Actually, I felt a little. I wouldn't say I feel bad, but she never brings it up around us anymore. So that was an into that. Well, good, and hopefully she learned from this and won't bring it up in public in front of anybody anymore because that's unacceptable. It's one thing to fat shame people. Okay, I'm not above it. I think it has its place. I agree, but. Bringing people down for getting better is unacceptable. And there's no reason for it besides just envy, straight up envy. And it's even worse, it's her own son. Someone she says she loves, yet she's willing bad things to happen to him for her own pettiness or whatever her motives are. Now let me ask you, what is this woman's weight situation? Overweight. Okay, that's it right there. I mean, obviously, that's her reason behind it is that she is unable or unwilling she's not unable she is unwilling to go through that journey and that hardship herself and she would rather keep that other person in her same station because then it's almost like we as humans tend to be like well you know so long as everybody else is in the same boat it's all right you know nobody wants to be the odd man out and be the only fat person in a room full of skinny people you know and so a person who's close to her who she was used to kind of being in that same station with is now doing something to improve their life. And if she's not doing something to improve her life, it's making her insecure. And it's yeah. no wonder she's acting envious, but that, that's got to stop. Yeah, I shut it down. Shutting it down. There are some things I just don't have a tolerance for. And envy is, it's something that I increasingly have to point out. 
incorrect when I see it in people. You don't have to, but you feel I, compelled I to. I feel compelled to. I mean, if someone's like, if someone eats a whole pizza, I, I might make fun of them, but I'm not going to like insult them to their face. But like I said, envy is just pure hatred. There's no good, there's no point to it. There's no good coming out of it. So what's the solution? Well, the corresponding virtue that battles uh, envy is gratitude. Also kindness. Those are the two. So you have to be grateful for what you have and not always want more. That cures the jealousy part of it. But just kindness, like I said, charity, willing the good of the other for their own sake, not for any good you can get out of this out of them, but for just wanting good things to happen to other people. Kindness. That's the antidote. It's just to have an actual charity towards others. I agree. But it's, you know, convincing people that easier said than done, sadly. You know, oh, just be more charitable and, and have more gratitude and be kind. <laughs> wow. I never thought of that. You know, you can make that case to people all the time. And sadly, it just, it just doesn't get through to them. And I think, I don't know, people got to dig deep to do that. It's funny. Um, last week or the week before, we got an email from HR saying, starting January 2023, we will be offering paternity leave paid for salaried people. There are people coming up to me like, man, you must be so mad because, you know, I could have gotten it. If I was an envious person, I would just be mad at the people who are pregnant now. Yeah, and it just got in. Because there, there are two people I work with that their wives are going to hopefully give birth in 2023. So they're going to reap those benefits. And wow. they said, man, you must, be so, you must be so mad about that. I said, no, I'm not mad because I'm not, I'm not going to be angry at somebody for good things happening to them. I wish it would have happened to me too, but it is what it is. I'm not going to be mad at somebody for you know, getting that time off. Of course. What would, what would I rather want that nobody gets the time off? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that's, but that's the rationale. And it's like, it sounds so crazy when you put it out like that, but it's just, it's insane how many people think like that. Oh, let me bring up another example that's common among conservative people. It was this way when I grew up and now kids have it so easy these days. That, that's another example. If you have the wrong motives for saying that, if you just think that kids are lazy and they need to build in virtue, then sure, you can say stuff like that. But just saying, oh, I suffered when I was younger, so they should suffer too. <laughs> like, for whatever reason. Well, hold up now. Now, I'm, I'm going to push back on you. And maybe maybe this is just like a, a turn of phrase, so maybe you'll agree with me here. But I, I have to push back on that because I think you will agree that there is value to suffering if oh, yes. it teaches virtue and teaches certain lessons. And it is an ob- objective fact that these kids are not suffering in the same way that younger generations did in a constructive way. They are suffering. They're suffering from anxiety and depression yeah. from the bubble wrap of the of the modern world. Well, and just social media, really. And social media and constantly having the FOMO and judging themselves based on these these picture perfect social media profiles, etc. That's all went been well documented by people much more well versed and more intelligent than me. But you get the idea. So some amount of suffering is is necessary and we should be encouraging that. But I do see where you're you're coming from. And I do know those type of people who are of an older generation who are almost so bitter that kids have the things they do and, and they get the opportunities that maybe these people, older people didn't get. And that's wrong. I encounter it all the time. It, It is a type of bitterness. Like for, for example, my, my parents, they paid for my college. Sure. And man, there's a, I have a friend at work. And he had to pay his way, you know, and which is, you know, it builds virtue and all that. But in my defense, I did get a lot of scholarships. So it didn't end up costing them that much. 
but you know he's he was like insulting people who got everything handed to them you know i get it but also why are you mad at me for not having like a hundred thousand student loans is it really bad that i didn't have to pay off huge amounts of student loans and start my life off with debt slavery yeah i was wrong with that i was fortunate to to have good parents and you know get good scholarships and all that so he was like, he was just saying, oh, these, these people get everything handed to them or their parents pay for it. I had, to, I had to pay it off myself after college and work my butt off and do this and that. I'm sorry, but you shouldn't be mad at people for having opportunities given to them by their parents. Everybody is given things in life yes. to varying degrees. Everybody gets opportunities and resources and all these other things. And people are just paying attention to them and investing in them, in, in their time, good teachers good parents if you had them that teach you good lessons and good morals growing up all those things are gifts that you don't earn everybody gets them to varying degrees so it's not good to be angry at people for having received more gifts than you as a wise man once said don't hate the player hate the game oh i didn't even bring up the grinch but that would have been a great example man i was i was watching this with like my jaw open like because i forgot about it i'm talking about the original of course yes it's just such a it's such a good short movie. I only saw the second half too. And this dude, I mean, he's literally just going through all this work and ingenuity, just trespassing, breaking, entering, burglarizing dozens of homes just to steal their stuff and not to have it for his own benefit, mind you. He's literally like stealing all the food out of their fridge. They're good. If he hadn't brought it back, they would have starved. It was winter. The people of Whoville would have starved to death. It was winter. They, that was all their food. You know, it's yeah. not like they're growing more. Yeah, exactly. It is in the middle of winter. Yeah, they aren't aren't growing anymore. And he's That's literally stealing crumbs off the floor so even the mice can't eat. I mean, this guy put in so much work to just take joy away from other people so it's, it's how the grinch stole christmas you know of course and then he doesn't bring it back to his lair up in in the mountain he's like literally just gonna throw it off a cliff i mean <laughs> yeah he gets like that close to doing it and then he says well maybe not they're singing they're happy he's his only joy is to bring up those people down he he did not want to keep any of the stuff he wasn't building his own christmas tree montage up on the mountain he wasn't storing up for the next 20 years of food. I'm just going to push it off a mountain so they can't have it. <laughs> Clickbait title. Was the Grinch secretly a prepper? 